we're here. NBA Finals are finally here. Are we ready to go? I know I'm ready to go. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. You are listening to me, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Now, let's dig our necks all the way into it because I haven't posted a podcast last week. I was in Chicago. I was doing um, laugh tracks on True TV. I had a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, Thank you for being patient with me in um, putting the pause on the podcast so that I could go there and handle that comedy business and also take care of my mom. I had like two back-to-back trips from Pittsburgh to Chicago, you know, taking care of my mom, getting her out of the hospital and into a rehab center. She's doing better, but she has a long way to go. God bless her. Um, And thank you, God, for the strength that I have to be able to do all of these things. And happy Memorial Day weekend. Today is actually Monday, but happy happy Memorial Day um, today and all weekend. Salute to all of our troops and and all of those who serve and protect and and keep us safe and keep our freedoms uh, very real. I don't know what that means to our president. I don't I don't know if he's out to remove us from those freedoms, but we still have them for now. I still have freedom of speech right now. So on this very happy Memorial Day Monday, the Warriors just closed out the Rockets in what could have been considered a conspiracy on either angle. So during the first half, Of course, I'm watching Houston put the beat down on the Warriors. And, you know, the Warriors have all the superheroes, all the Infinity Stones. So you're sitting there like, oh, my God, there's no way this is real. But then you remember the the game prior to this where you thought Houston was tapping that ass until that third quarter of doom rolled around. And if you pay any attention to the Warriors, they're the complete opposite of the New York Knicks. The third quarter of doom for the Knicks is where we usually screw it up and lose the game. Whereas the Warriors, the third quarter of doom is where they put a beating on that ass and remind you exactly who they are. And that's what they did tonight in Houston, by the way, on Houston's home floor. Closed them out. And um, they're, they're uh, West... Western Conference Final champs again, 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 again. We all knew that, right? We all knew that that was going to be the case. But you know what? Here's the thing. The Warriors are so boring. And I think it's because they, they play bored. They're so bored with their own super strength. They're so bored with their own super team that it's like, ah, oh, we got this. We'll just be lazy for a few quarters and then we'll come close it out. And as soon as you think you have a lockdown on KD, here comes Steph. As soon as you think you got a lockdown on Steph, here comes Clay. I mean, Swaggy P came in draining some threes. So it's just like, what are you going to do? And then when you have Draymond Green getting up under everybody's skin, what are you really going to do? Did you guys see when uh, he tried to help Harden up off the floor? 
you know I saw it. And Harden like slid on the floor like a four-year-old having a temper tantrum in a daycare center. Like, I don't want you to pick me up. You knocked me down. Get off of me. I wait till my real friends come over and help me. I don't like you. And then Draymond, like a four-year-old himself, swung his hands and <laughs> swung hard his hands out of his hands. Like, well, forget you then. I was trying to be nice and have good sportsmanship. But forget you. Forget you. Forgot you. Never thought about you. <laughs> oh, the drama of the NBA. But, you know, you you start thinking like, Oh, the NBA has to be rigged. Everyone's like, oh, it's just set up for LeBron and he carried the Cavs and 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 the Warriors are gonna win. And but when you look at Houston, honestly, in my opinion, I wanted Houston to win because I felt like LeBron James and company definitely have a chance against Houston, especially without CP3. But if you look at this, these last two games that Houston played without Chris Paul, and you go, wow, the Warriors, now were they being lazy? Like, oh, we got this come third quarter, nobody can close us out. Or were they really struggling? I mean, Steve Kerr even said this was the worst half of basketball I've ever seen in my life. Like, boom, like all of y'all get your, get your life. So it makes you wonder, like, were, are they being lazy or do they really have struggles? And if they have these struggles, is, you know, Houston almost won this game. This was a very winnable game for Houston. They just start missing shit. You know, they, they had their, they, look, they could have won this game. You guys are watching. I was watching. We were watching the same game. Houston could have closed them out. But can you close out the Warriors is the question, yes or no. Um, it looks like the answer to that is hell to the gnaw. But I'm, I'm going to wait, um, get my popcorn and my drama sunglasses ready for Thursday for game one of the NBA Finals. LeBron James and company against the Warriors again I want to see LeBron get another ring hell I want to see J.R. Smith get another ring and lay off my boy okay lay off my boy Earl you know what I, I get I I am guilty of saying that LeBron is carrying the calves and he has no help and blah, blah, blah. I'm guilty of that to an extent, not the way other people are, where they literally act like it's just LeBron on the floor. But he does have some assistance. And I always say, you know, if you know me, you know I love me some J.R. Smith. And I like him because when he's hot, he's hot. He's undeniable. When J.R. Smith gets hot, he's hot. And when he's not, he's about to be. That's what I always say about him. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's about to be. And I like how everyone's like posting pictures of J.R. Smith holding the that ECF uh, trophy. Like, oh, when when this, when there's a group project and everybody get an A, but you ain't participate. <laughs> That's funny, but it's just not true. It's just not true. Jared Smith played 42 minutes. 
He had 12 points, three for eight, three-point shooting, four rebounds. I mean, are these glorious numbers? No, but did he contribute? Absolutely, and he was definitely on D. Go to my Twitter timeline, at Von DiCarlo. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Go to my timeline. You will see every, you know, not every time, but a lot of times when J.R. Smith was playing good D, I shouted him out. Good D, J.R. No pun intended. Because he was on it. Now, LeBron James seems to like working with J.R. Smith. So if the king like it, I love it. So lay off my boy, J.R., Lay off my boy. In the game prior to that, he played 38 minutes. He only had five points, but that's a contribution. <laughs> One for five, you know, three-point shooting, three rebounds. Come on. Come on, y'all. Leave him alone. Get off my boy, J.R. Swish. Because you know when you see them threes drop down, you be hyped too. He's a fun character to watch. So that's how I feel about that. Kevin Love being out, honestly, I was I would be more worried about Cal Corver not not being there. I feel like he's contributed more than Kevin Love. You know, yell at me if I'm wrong, but Kevin Love has always been overrated to me on these Cavs teams. I'm like, look, I get it, but I don't get it. Seriously, seriously. But my heart goes out to CP3, man. I know, I can't imagine how he feels. And he was there, too. He was there. He was there right with his team. Unlike Christoph Sporzingas, don't get me blacking out on him again. I don't know where Christoph's be. He said that, I, I saw something, was it a tweet? Maybe he posted a tweet or maybe something on Instagram where he said he had a conversation with Coach Fisdale and now he's like hype and ready to get going. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, are, are you? Okay. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? That's good to know. That's good to know that uh, the unicorn uh, got some of his <laughs> colors back. Uh, I, I guess. I guess. But right now it's not about the Knicks because, of course, we're not in the playoffs. So we don't need to go down that road. But right now, we have to take a look at what's about to happen in these NBA finals. And you would think, like I was saying, you would think it's a conspiracy. I get so paranoid sometimes with just my own life where it's like, is is the world working against me? And then sometimes it's like, well, if I look at it, the world is working for me too. And that's just how I was watching this game seven. Like, if the Rockets win... You could look at it like, oh, it's a conspiracy so that people don't say that the NBA is ruined by putting all the, you know, this super team together. And if the Warriors win, they'll say it's a conspiracy because they put all the super, you know, they put the super team together. And need I remind you that this super team was put together, excuse me, put together, literally put together to beat one man. And that is LeBron James. They put all the Infinity Stones and all the superheroes and, and all the everything that the earth has to offer in Oakland to beat one man. And that is LeBron James. That says a lot 
about LeBron James and I'm almost exhausted with the comparisons. Exhaust it's it's exhausting. I don't even want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear the argument who's better, Jordan or LeBron, and who's the real goat and the, it's apples and oranges, if you really think about it. Michael Jordan is undeniably one of the greatest player the, the, the players that have ever stepped on a court. No one is denying that. However, and I stress however, it's a different time, a different game, and no one, I'm sorry, no one has seen the likes of LeBron James, King Goat James, until LeBron James. And honestly, I don't think that we will ever see another player like LeBron James. And I could be wrong because little LeBron Jr., <laughs> when I tell you, he ain't nothing to sleep on. He is nothing to sleep on. But um, I don't know that he's going to be his daddy. And I damn sure can't claim that Ben Simmons is about to be the next LeBron. I hear what everybody is saying. But what I am saying is King Goat James. King Goat James. I'm exhausted of the comparisons. I'm exhausted of the who's the this and who's the that and all the apples and the oranges. Just squeeze your little orange juice over in there in the left corner and leave me the hell alone and out of it. Because I am so over it. I'm so over it. But man, I know, I don't know what hurts Chris Paul more right now. Is it his physical injury or the injury to his heart and soul? Oh my God. Hamstring injuries are horrible just in general, but damn, CP, damn. You got so close. You know, Q Brandy almost doesn't count. That's so sad. It's so sad, but you know what? You have to... Things in life aren't always fair. They really aren't. You have to make adjustments and you just have to move on. I must say that Memorial Day brought about, you know, some emotions in me. I am not one to have a pity party. I'm just one to state facts. But sometimes when I start explaining or talking about my life situation as it is right now, it could come off like a pity party because I am completely and utterly alone here in New York City. My daughter is an adult and she, you know, moves off to California, so she is a plane right away. My closest family member is my mom and my sister, my nephew and my niece, um, and that is a six hour drive away you know, or an hour plane ride, but who's, I'm not getting on a plane and spending a million dollars unless it's an emergency. And I just, the, when I tell you I had the worst time at the airport coming from and going to Chicago, because first of all, I have severe allergies to dogs and there's dogs everywhere. I don't know how they missed the boat on, uh, you know, considering people that have allergies to dander, but there's a thousand dogs on airplanes now. All these lap dogs are everywhere. God bless you that you get to have your baby on the plane, but now I have to cough and wheeze and barely breathe for the entire plane ride, which is so inconsiderate. Like they don't even have peanuts on planes anymore for people with peanut for nut allergies and stuff. But how did you guys miss the vote for people who can't breathe because there's dander in the air? And don't give me that hyperallergenic crap. That does not apply to people who are allergic to dander. I'm not allergic to fur. And the, the whole story of, oh, just take a Zyrtec, just take a pill. Oh, you want me to put 
pills in my body so that you can pet your dog on an airplane in a in these closed tight quarters where we're all just breathing the same air the dander air oh okay by the way did you purchase the 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 zyrtec and chemicals that you want me to put in my body for 30 bucks a bottle and oh are you gonna also pay for whatever lost wages and time that i have when i get off this plane because all that crap puts me to sleep i don't care that it says non-drowsy it does something to my body that's why i don't take it and it makes me very sleepy so now i'm gonna get off this plane and not be productive are you gonna pay for that so you could pet your dog Ugh. and then on the way back from chicago I get into the line and there's the the big canine is sniffing everyone. And I said, sir, I can't have the dog touch me. I'm allergic. So that triggers this big alert. So now they're treating me like I'm uh, the number one terrorist and I have to go through this special line and this special pat down. And I'm like, did this lady just put her hands in my crotch? Ugh, ugh. So anyway, all that to say, I hate flying. You start really thinking about the the conspiracies <laughs> of the world. But anyway, getting back to my point with adjustments and Memorial Day bringing a, about tugs at my heart, you know. I, I'm still single. I talk about that all the time. It's been seven years since my fiance passed one month prior to our wedding date. God rest his soul. I have accepted that I no longer have a family is what I'm saying. I no longer have a family. I am in New York City by myself. I have my comedy family and, and my comedy friends. But on holidays, these, you know, all of your comedy buddies go off to be with their families and stuff. And then I'm just kind of sitting here watching basketball <laughs> like I would be doing anyway. I, people always tease me like, oh, you want to always be the person that's invited so that you cannot show up because you'll be watching basketball or something. I get it. But, um, yeah, you just have to make adjustments in life and, and everything isn't going to be fair and you get right up to the edge of a victory and then you get knocked down. And I can't imagine what CP3 feels like in, in terms of what a headache that must give him that, that he gets so close. And this Houston team was put together to, you know, get exactly where they were. And what a glorious moment it would have been to watch him win. It's not such a glorious moment to watch the Warriors win because we've seen them win so many times. It's going to be a glorious moment to watch LeBron and the Cavs win over the Warriors again um, and pull that off just because they're the underdog in this. I'm always rooting for the underdog 100% of the time. Call back, lay off of J.R. Smith. I feel like I'm an underdog. You know, I get very far in this industry. I'm very blessed to have just done stand up on TV. It was my first. I've been on and off TV since the early 2000s, but this was the first time I did stand up comedy on TV. So I'm very excited about it, excited about it and hope to do it again and all that jazz. And I'm progressing in my career. And that is the one thing that is going great for me to the point where I, I can't tell you how many things went awry before I got on that plane. And I'm like, oh my God, this must be a conspiracy against me getting my blessings from issues with my hair um, to issues with my allergies to issues with the plane. It was just so many things. And I'm like, oh my God, 
Stop trying to block me from my blessings. It's the only thing that I have right now that is keeping me afloat, that is keeping me pushing through, that is keeping me finding the light in the dark room where I can smile and go, everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Now, I don't know Chris Paul personally, and I'm pretty sure, you know, he has, he has his family and, you know, and all of that. So I'm pretty sure he's fine. But I, I just, my heart goes out to him when it's not, it's not like, oh, I gave it my all. I couldn't give it my all. I was injured. That's as if, you know, I, I didn't make it to Chicago because all the 50,000 things that tried to go wrong before I even got on the darn plane and then getting on the plane and then dealing with my allergies the entire time I'm in Chicago. The pollen in the air must be like super double extra tight thick because the whole time I'm coughing and wheezing and couldn't breathe and between the dogs and the pollen, I'm just like, oh my God. But guess what? I got on that stage. I performed. You would not know that I was having allergy issues. I got off the stage and I coughed until I damn near passed out. <laughs> but I did my absolutely best. I had a great time and I performed to the buzzer right up until the very last moment where my time was up. I got to perform. Now, I can't imagine what it would feel like if I'm CP3 and I don't get to perform because of this injury again, again. This isn't the first time this has happened. This is again. Is it a conspiracy? Is the basketball gods against CP3 and his hamstring? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a paranoid day for me. But I don't know. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to get my Aisha Curry on and pop out my Twitter fingers and say, you know, cause my whole thing when she did that whole, the NBA is rigged. I was like, uh, pipe down young lady. Okay. Is it rigged when he wins or is it just w rigged when he loses? Like you can't, if it's a, if it's a conspiracy and it's rigged, then it's always rigged. You feel me? It's rigged when you win. That means it was rigged in his favor and it's rigged when he loses, when it's in someone else's favor. So you can't just, you know, flip-flop on that. I thought it was really shitty of that Houston fan to be all up in her face. And, and she said that she got pushed in her eight-month pregnant gut and, and, and was being taunted by a Houston fan. I think that's classless and disgusting. And leave that woman alone. And for anybody that's like, hey, she should just stay home. Be pregnant, take care of your kids at home. Pipe down, chill. That's that's his support system. That is Steph Curry's wife. She's allowed to be at the games with her her family supporting her husband. She doesn't have to stay home so that you classless bums don't have the opportunity to harass her. Come on. Come on. Don't be so disgusting. Don't be such a Trump. Like, have some class. Why would you do that? I mean, talk your mess. But be, be tread lightly with your your trash trash talking and your words to people and their family and and even to other fans. Like my trash talking is pretty lightweight. I keep it pretty fun, in 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 my opinion. And you guys listen to me. Call me out if I don't. But for the most part, I take little. I, I roast little things. I don't go at people 
super extra hard and disrespectfully. It's it's all in fun. And this is like, it's a game. Like, everybody calm down. Why are you pushing an eight-month pregnant woman in her gut and trash talking? Because that's Steph Curry's wife. You think you could just do that? Disgusting. 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 Someone should have punched him in his gut and face. They said she took a cigarette out of his hand and flicked it at him. But she shouldn't even have to do that. Come on, y'all. Really? That's where we're at in this world? And you got the camera all it. I think it's, it's definitely always a conspiracy behind any type of harassment of a, a high-profile person in general. Because you, you got the camera all up in her face. You're trying to get clickbait. That's clickbait. You know, you're trying to get some likes. But at the expense of being trash, at the expense of being a bum, that's what you're going to do? All right. Well... If you're okay with that, you know, I, I guess that's you. But have some class. Have some type of morals about yourself. Have some type of in- integrity. And, you know, God bless CP3. It's not going to happen this year, maybe next year. But that that could mess with your psyche. Like if every time you're about to, excuse me, every time you're about to be just that much closer you get knocked down, but not like I said, I got to perform to the buzzer. So if I would have screwed it up and I would have bombed in Chicago, then I would have just bombed. But I didn't. I went, I performed, I slam dunked it to the buzzer, did my thing and all my ailments and, and all my life issues and all the things that's going on, on around me did not stop me from performing to the last second. So I was proud of myself. And even if I would have sucked and bombed and coughed and and been a mess on stage, I would have been there to lose the game. So you see what I'm saying about CP3? He's not there. He was there. He was present on the bench, but I'm talking about on the floor playing in that game. And this was a winnable game for Houston. It must be torture for him to have not been on the floor playing to the buzzer. And it's not even something that he could have controlled. It's a physical injury again. Sad. Very sad. But I'm excited about Thursday. I am excited about this NBA Finals that is coming up. And I will be on Twitter and Instagram talking all my shit. Excuse my language, but I gotta curse when I talk about how right I am. Right? I got a headache from being right so much. I love it. I love it. I love it. I won. I won. I went back. I was in the house when uh, LeBron and the Cavs won that game seven. I was in the house for the night. If you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you see in my IG stories and stuff, I put my clothes back on and went back outside just to tease people and collect my coins for those that bet against me. Don't bet against Coach Vaughn. I am always right sometimes. We know this. We know this. All you have to do is follow me on Twitter and Instagram and tell your friends to listen to the Coach Vaughn podcast and put your money where my hype is. Put your money where my hype is. 
okay? Please do. Now, what's my prediction for the, the, the finals? First of all, this is going to at least be game five. I'm going to say it's going to go all the way to a game seven. I'm going to say it's going to go to a game seven. And you could go ahead and add whatever the NBA wants to make their money and advertising. So it has to be a game seven conspiracy theory all you want. But I think LeBron and company is going to push through. I think J.R. Smith is going to show up again. Don't ever forget I said it. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's about to be. So you could go ahead and sleep on him. He's not going to be hot the whole time. LeBron, for anyone who keeps saying LeBron can't keep this up, LeBron can't keep this up. If you hear any of your friends say LeBron can't keep this up, he can't keep carrying this team all the way, blah, blah, blah. At this point, if you have any friends that say that, delete them from your phone and block them on social media. Those are not rational people because we are watching him do it again and 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 again. So when are you going to just hop right on that bandwagon, huh? 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 Hmm? I'm looking at somebody on Twitter right now who just tweeted me. Not the biggest LeBron fan, but the rest of the Cavs have to be ready. LeBron cannot play 192 minutes to win his fourth ring. All right. <laughs> Thank you, uh, wholesome man uh, on, on Twitter. But guess what? They said that in round one. They said that in round two. Knock them out the box, Bron. Knock them out the box. They keep saying you can't do this. And every time y'all say... The king can't do this. Guess what? Guess what happens? He does it. And then y'all go, ooh, he's not human. Or, ooh, he's on something. More conspiracy theories. How about the man is just completely and utterly talented? He has the gift from God for his talent. And he took God's gift and he, he dedicated himself to God's plan for him which is what we all should do so that we all can shine look within yourself and see what god gave you put all your focus and your energy and your discipline and see yourself soar to the point where it's so amazing that people won't be able to credit you they'll just say you're not human or just give all credit to god which which is where all credit should be anyway amen amen god's glory 100 percent but you'll be so amazing if you could just focus in and and keep that narrow vision on God's plan for you. You'll be just as great. You will be just as great. And that's what I'm doing. I have a lot of issues. I have a lot of issues in my life. And like I said, if I, if I laid it out all out for you guys, you would be like, wow, pity party. Or you would give me a pity party. But we all have our issues. We all have stuff that's going on. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. It's how you deal with things, how you make the adjustments, how you push through, how you see that little glimmer of light in a dark room. You know, you could be in complete and utter darkness and all you have to do is light a candle. One little tiny candle will fill up the room with light. So if all I got to see is that one little bit of light, that's all you need. That's God. Stay in the light. Hashtag it. 
Look me up on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me. Drop gems in sports and life for a reason. That's my God-given talent. And I make you kiki and laugh and hee-hee and ha-ha. So why don't you come out and see me do some stand-up comedy? If you miss me in Chicago, boo you. Boo! It was such a good time. Oh, my God. It was such a good time. But you could catch me in Connecticut. I will be at Fairfield Comedy Club in Connecticut. Use promo code VON to get discounted tickets. I am there for two shows, so please, Connecticut and surrounding areas, come out and have a good laugh with me. June 2nd, Matt Richards is headlining. I will be on stage doing my thing before he gets up, so please come out. Use promo code VON to come to Fairfield Comedy Club in um, Connecticut, surrounding areas. Come through. Come through. And let's 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 kick it afterwards, take some pictures or whatever and chop it up. And by then we'll we'll already have our feet wet into these NBA finals. And you could, you know, argue with me if you want to. But if you want to win, if you want to win, put your money where my hype is. All right. All right. Put your money where 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 Coach Vaughn's hype is. Put your money third time put your money say it with me put your money where my hype is so you can win another another way what what else do you want to do what else did we learn today what else what else put your focus in god's plan and then you will win focus discipline strength love light coach vaughn out